Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Transform your home in one weekend with paint from Menards. Get a paint that combines durability and gorgeous color. Dutch Boys DuraClean Interior Paint and Primer in One offers stay clean technology, making your home stay beautiful and clean longer. And with Dutch Boys Easy Opening Smooth Pouring Container, transforming your home has never been easier. Save big money on Dutch Boy paints and head into Menards to get your paint project started today. Save big money at Menards. Hello all, it's Helen here, the voice of Azu from Rusty Quill Gaming and the host and director of Enthusiasm. Today, I'm here to tell you about The Program. The Program audio series is a science fiction anthology podcast set in a world where money, state, and God are fused into a single entity. Every episode is a standalone story featuring ordinary people inhabiting this extraordinary world. And for them, it's not the future that is terrifying, but our present. The programme is sometimes funny, sometimes poignant, but it is always smart. Find out more about the programme at www.rustyquill.com or www.programaudioseries.com or search for The Programme Audio Series wherever you listen to your podcasts. Have fun and enjoy the episode. Hello and welcome to episode 14 of the Rusty Quill Gaming Podcast. We're coming to you from London, England, and I am Alex Newell, your host and GM. And with me, as always, for better or worse, I have... James Ross. Bryn Monroe. Ben Meredith. Lydia Nicholas. And who are you playing? Uh, Sir Bertrand McGuffingham. Uh, half man, half man, half man. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, distracted by the terrible maths. <laughs> I'm playing Hamid, the halfling sorcerer. Zolf, a dwarven cleric of Poseidon. Sasha, antiques appraiser and knife fancier. <laughs> <laughs> However, given that we're, uh, we've just levelled in between weeks, you're also a bit of a bomb fancier, if I understand. Ooh, yes. Just striking a bomb under just, there. Yeah, I'm like a bomb fuse. whisperer. Yeah. Like, oh, little, little bomb. It's all about dominance, but in a, in a situation of trust. Well, you can't anger the bomb. No. Yeah. <laughs> it's very important that one of you is in charge and you both know who that is. Yeah. And instead of Stop uh, worrying and love the bomb. That's the one. Stop worrying and love the bomb. And instead of a shout out, I'm gonna tell everyone that I had my first jelly deal. Yay. I ate it. I ate it yesterday. It was amazing. I, I genuinely yeah. now actually recommend to everyone jelly deals you as a big thing. Cockney man. Oh, Did you great. like the jelly? Because as an actual Cockney. Like, I still can't eat the jelly. I really like the eel bit. I could eat the jelly, but it was all about the eel for me. It was all about the eel. I I also reckon it would go well with mustard. So I think I I called that in the episode Mm -hmm. earlier. But to repeat, yeah, we did do some levelling up. I do still intend us to really have a talk about levelling up and picking character routes and things. But honestly, between level one and level two, it's so 
very straightforward that it's just not worth your time. We'll do we'll do one for level three, <laughs> maybe level four Speak when it's yourselves. interesting. Speak <laughs> yourselves, guys. I got bombs. <laughs> so, Bryn, if you can run through quickly, sort of the default things that will happen, um, and then we'll go around and say what everyone got individually as an action. So, I believe everyone's base attack bonus went up Hurrah! by one. Um, most people got an increase to a single save. We all obviously got a few hit points. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of us got lots of skill points. Looking at Lydia, yeah. some of us got a couple of skill points. I fell over. <laughs> some of us got three. <laughs> yes. And that said, obviously, a couple of you got the chance to pick some feats or an extra spell, say things like that. So I'm just going to go around quickly and just get everyone to sort of talk to me about what you did when you leveled, and then we'll get into the game. So starting with... Let's start with you, James. Uh, cool. Um, I took um, Weapon Focused Bastard Sword. Shocker. Which is just, yeah, exactly. It's just Bertie just staring at it for hours, going, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Really focused! Oh! <laughs> yep, and all that is doing is it's it's specialising, sort of, and it, gives, it just makes you better. It gives you a plus one bonus. Yeah, it's, it's plus one to hit with a, with a Bastard Sword, but as with many of, many of Bertie's feats, it leads on to greater things in the future. And Bryn, yourself? Uh, well, Bertie also got um, the class feature Bravery. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which means his terrible will save is not quite as terrible if someone's making him afraid. If, if, somebody's, <laughs> if somebody's trying to terrify me, I'm fine. If somebody's offering me biscuits, it's not going to go so well. <laughs> sure. So, yeah, James obviously got bravery. Uh, moving on to you, Bryn. I got precisely no class features, feats, or abilities Woo! whatsoever. I got to add a new zeroth level spell to my list of spells. <laughs> also known as a cantrip for people who are wondering. Yes, cantrip. Um, Don't worry, Bryn, you're already perfect. Aww. <laughs> Thank you for lying. So um, I took read magic, which yep. again is incredibly dull as a spell, but, but very occasionally sensible. useful. It's one of those ones that you really, really need to have, and no, no, no one has ever been infused by read magic. Really, what, what does it do? It allows him to read magical spells that are written oh. down. Oh, to be fair, the clues are all there. <laughs> <laughs> one feels you could have worked that out. Yeah. 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 You're the kind of person who walks into a kitchen and asks where the forks are without checking the very obvious one and only drawer. Yeah. Yep. yep. Ben? Um, again, very similar. Uh, I didn't do much. I got some extra slots because I work a little bit differently as a cleric and I have access to all uh, horizons, which is what they call their zero level spells. But to let people know, I, I won't get it until I meditate again, but I'm going to be going with Burning Disarm for tomorrow. Because that's quite good. And Spark as my horizon. What, what, do, what does Burning Disarm do? Makes a uh, lump of metal really hot. Right. So Makes you want to drop your thing. has to drop it. Oh. Yes. Does it work for anything? So like, if I have like a stick? It has to be a weapon. Uh, so either it, any, any weapon that someone's holding, or um, an unattended lump of metal up to fifteen pounds. <laughs> unattended. Unattended. Yes. Unloved. Can you use it to turn and it. just something into a hot plate? I imagine. You I can. don't see why. Oh no no no! It, it goes away for one. It goes away almost instantly. It just heats up for one round and goes away again. But you could maybe flash fry something with it. <laughs> And Lydia, yourself. Um, yeah, so I got some, you know, the hit points got 12 skill points, but I've just put them in the same slots I had, so I'm just better at everything. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I decided that after looking at all of the rogue... Incredibly long list. Incredibly yeah. long list, and there are so many things that I'm sure are, like... It's so complicated, but I thought, at the moment, we're drowning in bombs, and Sasha likes making things. 
Uh, so she is going to learn to make bombs. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised that this is the way things went. <laughs> uh, to spell out for listeners, by the way, rogues have a thing where their one of their feats is they get to pick a rogue talent. Mm. What that really is, is rogues have their own extra list of feats, sort of. They're not quite as powerful but then, as feats, Yeah, they're slightly but... less powerful. So what you end up with is rogues get a lot of extra rogue talents. Uh, one of which is yeah you get bomb making yeah um, and it's it's a, a horrendous list like it's not only really incredibly long but some of the options on it are pick from this other really long list yeah. mm-hmm. I, I can take ninja tricks I could there's alchemisty things isn't one of them just take a combat feat yes yeah, yeah. Which and is, I can again take possibly the longest le- list of all yeah. yeah so a bomb I get three a day because mm-hmm. it's my int bonus. It yep. doesn't scale. So. It will scale when your int goes up, but it doesn't sort of increase oh, relative to your int. I didn't know that int went up. It can do if you were to, say, um, get some inherent bonuses. A, a god could come along and go, I really like you, Sasha. I like the way you roll. Here's another plus four to your int. Basically, cool. butter Alex up and you'll get more stats. <laughs> cool. Well, uh, yeah, and uh, it does my sneak attack damage, but I can throw it in people's faces, and I thought that would be mm-hmm. nice. Um, you also got the class ability evasion. Oh yes, yes. Oh, that's a good one. So I dodge stuff. I assume. Or evade. Better. Basically, dodging fireballs and yeah. stuff. If most people, when they dodge successfully, take still take half damage. Ah. You take none. So I be, I read that and I did not understand it. I thought that it was only if things do half damage, I get to avoid. No, it, no, no, no. It's this brilliant thing where if 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 Bryn's fireball accidentally goes off and deals, you know, ten d six to everyone. We always one used to day. Descri- <laughs> I always used to have it described to me as you enter rogue space. You sort of. Step sideways <laughs> yeah. and then sidle out of the world for a couple of moments. Yeah. The explosion goes off, then you sidle back and so it's you like basically you get to be Link. Sure, in yeah, the yeah. latest in what is it, Link Between Worlds? I, I, see, I, I always more Fez. I always or thought it Fez, was like the yeah. crawl step from the Nack McFeagal in the uh, Terry Pratchett books. You just uh, sort of cool, you just yeah. do a sort of little bit of a wiggle and then you're out of the area for a while and then you come back. Anyway. What about listeners at home? Do you have any <laughs> of people hiding behind dimensional space? If you do, get on our dedicated forum where we'll have a thread dedicated to hiding in extra dimensional spaces. <laughs> right, I on look- a postcard and just look at it. <laughs> <laughs> Right, I think that's quite enough preamble. So, we'll do a quick recap for listeners at home, but um, obviously the story's starting to get a bit longer, so it's going to be a bit of a fly-by-wire. The simulacrum was stolen and or destroyed, later found to be definitely in bits. The party got sent back down into other London to find the people that did it, via a quick uh, sidestep through one of Sasha's old friends, who uh, made a quick deal, which Hamid potentially foolishly accepted, um, I'm a halfling. If there's a cursed magic ring, we all know where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> so, after... Um, I'm many... just as beautiful as Elijah Woods. <laughs> <laughs> On the inside. Oh. Oh. I thought that was a more plausible claim. Isn't he a movie star? I don't know. I've never seen the films. Like, I, I meant in character... Oh. My character is explicitly beautiful. That's fine. You right. just, you just fine. make value comments Good. on your co-stars, James. Right. That's fine. Yeah. James doesn't think I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> and the party got moved on to a compound, which was by the Thames, for some of you, the first time you've ever seen the river, because it just disappears beneath the, the, the glut that is London. And you guys managed to lure off a pair of guards and their dogs. Law. We dazzled them with our obscure knowledge. <laughs> Did you know? I didn't. I will come with you, sir. <laughs> well, I mean, they call me the trivia whisperer. <laughs> we basically Pub quiz this way, guys. Come on in. We're just Stephen Fry dazzling people with our general knowledge. In fairness, Hamid did lure them yes. with the law of a statue they'd never seen. It's true. That is. So true. they they all came to investigate. Found uh, Bertie stood there, all golded up. 
<laughs> all glammed up. To be fair, Bertie probably does look a bit like Stephen Fry. He's <laughs> very tall, lots of wattles, uh, very keen on Apple products, <laughs> supports Norwich City, like all of this. Yeah, so the backstory. It's only because they've got canaries, they're birds, you see. True. Yeah, carry on. So you guys managed to ambush them successfully mm-hmm. after having lost that fight earlier in other London. So you managed to turn things around and you, you really got the drop on these I, guys. I, didn't even need, I literally didn't need to do anything. I had one action that was... I wait <laughs> while the rest of you just sorted them. I like to think of it as, as, as a really calculated wait. Oh, it was. Oh, absolutely. So you, uh, Sasha, Zolf, and then with uh, Hamid playing good cop, managed to interrogate the uh, remaining guard and mm-hmm. find out that there were at least three people inside and that the area had been trapped. And also, then, Zolf had a little bit of a share with everyone. I revealed a troubling religious belief. Indeed. Zolf does have a thing about drowning people that he thinks deserve it in the eyes of his god. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's Poseidon. No one said he was a nice. Playing the executioner. A little bit. So, um, the deal that you seem to have struck with the rest of the party was that you would... um... Leave these these guys alone because they seemed reasonably not super culpable but definitely do it to their leader because he seemed like a real nasty person so we're going to pick up exactly after that discussion we're between Zolf and Hamid you guys are at the pool with a couple of unconscious guards a dog that's laid out oh and I forgot to mention I've got a doggy I've yeah, got a doggy Bertie's got a doggy Bertie he's an idiot and I don't have time to train him to do anything before this combat I, I wonder if he's just going to go off and have his own little adventures in the corner as a comic subplot to the comic relief character during this combat I smell a spin-off <laughs> Okay, so let's pick up where we left off. Go. I've got 14 daggers. Can you see? Like, I've got 14. Are you guys still. No, I think I think that's uh, resolved, 14. right? Yeah. We're good? So for now. For now? I guess. But we're agreed. Yeah, I, I think so. Do you want a dagger? No, thank you. 31 is back over. Hello then, chaps. Right, so, um, hitting people with things, shall we? I think that's probably a good idea if we get down to business. Yeah. Right. Now, any traps in the building ahead, young lady? Well, like that guy just said, that there would be traps. Yeah, he said that there'd be three people and, mm-hmm. and some traps. And, like, one of them can do magic. Yeah, stuff. I think he said the leader. There's a guy, guy, yeah. like me magic. Shouldn't be too much of a problem. I hope not. <laughs> um... So, like, do you want to... We could go around the back. That's how I usually get in, basically. Well, we've taken out the perimeter, guys. It was the entire point, so we can just wander up. I think right. just the front gate. I mean, some, you can climb really well. Um, some of the rest of us can't. I look pointedly at the two men in large armour, one of whom has one leg. I'm very good at trying. All right, all right. Well, like, you you do your statue thing. We wheel you through your front gate. <laughs> What, statue delivery? Yeah. You, you three could hide inside me, and then it when works. the Trojans open me... Whoa! Adventurers! It worked surprisingly well last time. That I, I think surprising is the operative word there. So I think we discussed sending you in first to deactivate, to deactivate the traps. Right. Bearing in mind that... Not to do any confrontation. Loving bear, this bear, plan, Bearing yeah. in mind that I'm not particularly quiet in my movements, nor is Bertie. So... Bored now! And Bertie then marches off in the direction of the front gate, relatively slowly, but he's still definitely marching off in the direction uh, of the front I, gate. I don't... I, Bertie, Bertie, come... I think that's the right idea. I'll just I, I scamper sure after him. I, like, I look at Zolf like these idiots, and uh, then run 
quietly, but I am faster than them. Going uh, off to hit some things. Going well, off. Well, to we should hit just wait outside the front gates while Sasha gets rid of any of the traps. You don't want to explode accidentally. No. I want to run up to the front, the side mm-hmm. of the the wall on the outside. Mm-hmm. I'm explaining this really badly, but like basically flat against the wall and sneak up to the door so uh-huh. that someone looking out over from the top yeah, would not fine. see me. So you're pushing yourself up against the wall so yep. that they can't get a, a sort of line of sight. Yeah, on yeah. You. and then so I assume that means I have to cover some ground, but I have covered that before. Honestly, it's fine. We yep, can yep. skip to. Everyone's up against the wall, and right. Sasha is now making her approach to the um, the door to the main gate. Right. So we, the three of us, should be at the corner while Sasha deals with yep. the gate, probably. Yes. Gonna detect some traps. Uh, go for it. Give me a perception roll. Mm-hmm. Ah, bad. Okay, so that's five, but plus my new uh, additional. So that's I can do maths. Twelve. Twelve. You detect no traps. Oh dear. Oh, Might just mean there are no traps. Yeah, it could. Oh, the eternal, eternal quandary for all rogues everywhere. Uh, I'm gonna, do I have anything long to ah, now, you, now the you're door. talking about the thing that you might want to be looking into. Oh, is you wanted the rogue log. He keeps telling me to get a log. Oh, there's two things that all rogues will enjoy, which is the ten-foot pole for yeah. poking things because you're fairly certain it's going to explode. It just leads to an arms race between trap manufacturers and, <laughs> <laughs> and then, It's not economically worthwhile in the long run. And then run. the rogue log, which becomes your new best friend, where you just roll it down corridors right. and see if things snap at it. I feel like mm. I, I do not have time to detect again, so sure. I guess I'm going to try and open this door. And You've got the key. I Yes, with We've the key. Because you lifted it from one of the guards. Yeah. Yeah. I did, so I unlock the door and beckon them over. The door is unlocked, Hooray! doesn't explode, Hooray! and everyone becomes beckoned. Hooray! <laughs> I take the beckoned condition. <laughs> yep, very good. Um, yes, uh, I'll stump over. Okay, so you're all now beside Sasha, and the gate is open. Lovely. I'd peer around, I guess. Perception checks? Um, yeah, if you can give me a perception check, unless you want to do the Scooby-Doo thing of four heads poking <laughs> around the gate <laughs> at the same <laughs> time. I think we absolutely should. We do have to... the heights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, go yeah. on. Actually, and we, and are, we are a nice distribution of heights. Yeah. So, yeah. All right, let's do it. We, we're going to Scooby-Doo it. Should we do it in check? order of heights? Also, yes. <laughs> and I'm only saying this because we've got a dog with us. Oh, yeah, there, there is, Scooby's going to be looking around the door. Scooby gang. Yeah, yeah, that's Scooby gang. Oh, no. Oh, no, this has happened. Who do I want to be? Daphne. <laughs> Does the dog get a perception check as well? I think the dog should have a perception check. Whether it can then the dog will be getting a perception check. It just, just yelps and runs away and we're like, right. oh. <laughs> so in order of height, I think. Definitely me first. And it's definitely Bertie's dog with a roll of two. <laughs> <laughs> um, my perception is five, so I can tell there are buildings. Yes, there are. Yes, I've done well. Uh, oh, right, me. Uh, 20. 20? Not a natural 20. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone else? Uh, that would be me on an 18. Yep. Uh, 18 as well. Sure. So, everyone, Bertie, yeah, you see, yep, there is a <laughs> compound. What I have been told that there is a compound is true. There is a compound. It is here. Sasha and everyone else sees three buildings. <laughs> there is the hut, which is long, low. It appears to be narrow at this end, so it's longer than it is sort of wide and is made of wood and is on stilts. It's a fairly recent build. It looks like it's actually been made fairly well, and it wouldn't have taken a large group of people to necessarily make it. Maybe a bit of time. There are two other buildings. How sturdy are the stilts? Uh, <laughs> no, no, it's, it's a fair point. Um, <laughs> certainly hackable. 
<laughs> they are not heffing great logs, but there are multiple stilts. So it's more a case of there are, say, 12 stilts holding it up rather than four with big tree trunk things in each corner. Sure. There are two other buildings, one of which is immediately closest to the gate on the left-hand side. It appears to be in a very bad state of disrepair. It was probably a two-story building. When you look at it in the context of the larger building, it becomes apparent that, yeah, it was a it was probably a church in a vicarage. The vicarage is the one that looks to be in very bad repair. Most of the upper floor's gone. There's a bit, so you could probably, say, go up there and have a look around, but it doesn't look like you could you know, set up shop there. The ground floor, we have some US listeners. When I say ground floor, I mean the one on the ground floor. When I mean the one above that, I mean first floor. The um, larger building, yeah, appears to be a church on closer inspection. Um, you wouldn't have noticed it necessarily at first from a distance, as most of the steeple's gone. But the church has um, two stories, and in addition has a raised roof. So there might be a loft in there or something similar, but they obviously are both larger than that hut. Mm-hmm. I've got an idea, guys. So, if Bertie goes for the, uh, the hut with stilts, chops him down, collapses it, causes a distraction, while well, he's in the yard being big and covered in armour, they'll run out, try and do stuff, we run in, take him from behind. Why don't we set it on fire? Could also do that, but it makes less of a huge crash. Um, what do we think? You want to do something? You're bored, that might be exciting. I Distractions, you say? Yeah. We should just attack them while they're not ready. If they yeah. hear something, they'll get time to prepare and cast spells and grab bombs and all that kind of thing. That's we fair. should just get to them as quickly as possible. Actually, that's a point. Do you, uh, back in the marketplace, do you get hold of a bomb? Yep. So you could lock that through the window? Well, I don't have a bomb. I have a vile fire flask. Sure. So with the fire flask, yeah. the one that you were throwing is a direct hit. It's not yeah. a splash. It will do 1d6 of fire damage. Oh, yes, I do. You do have a thunderstone, which is an area of effect, but it will only deafen them. It will not deal actual physical damage. Mm. But it will um, confuse them and, and stop them casting spells. Yes. It will interfere with spell casting. It doesn't silence the person, but they do take a significant penalty to try and make any kind of magic happen. I think that would be a pretty good distraction, yeah. Alright, so do you think we need to clear out the inside of the building outside of that room first? You disarm the traps in there so we can rush them? Or should we... It looks like they're on the second floor. If we, if we can just get to the bottom of the stairs without tipping them off, and you can throw a bomb inside. Mm-hmm. Right. So... Like I'll, I could, oh, but then I need both places, right? Because well, I need to undo the traps and I need to climb up out the outside and well, throw the thing in. We've got by surprise. Scout in, uh-huh. come back out, then we all head in. You throw the bomb. Right, Ooh. Sasha saves the day. I go into the front door. We'll right. stick to the fence. If we move slowly, we won't tip them off. We'll stick to the fence and we'll get to the door. Stay out the way while I do the adventuring. Right, so because Sasha has been told that there are traps here Mm -hmm. and she doesn't like getting exploded on and she's seen big explosions, she is going to take a perception check for every single step and I think maybe that might take a while. So how how are we going to play that? Yeah, Um, for a lot of... I've known game masters who would require you to search every five-foot square and it makes... who are these people? It makes makes me want to jump off bridges. Let's not do that. Uh What I'm going to do is you have said... I am being careful mm-hmm. and watching out for traps. So rather than doing a roll for each one, mm-hmm. we can just effectively say, yeah, I'm taking into account that if you run into something that you might run into, I'll get to do a roll. Right. What I will do, though, is I'll get you to do a roll, say, for the journey across. Uh-huh. And depending on that roll, yeah. um, you wouldn't necessarily know. So if you've got a low number on the roll, uh-huh. you wouldn't have even known that you passed a trap. If you get a high number, you know where that trap is. You see what I mean? It'd be like I would get you to roll to go across a minefield. Right. 
if you roll high, you know where the mines are. Uh-huh. If you don't roll high, you don't know where the mines are. Okay. Um, but it's still over a larger area. It's just speed it up. Oh, okay. Right. Just let's ask one thing. Are you skirting the wall or are you going through the middle? I am skirting... Oh, oh yeah, we're, gate, we're skirting, skirting the, wall. the wall. Okay, that's fine. Then give me a single check to get up to the front door of the church. Oh, but it's it's still 15. 15, sure. You skirt the wall. Mm-hmm. You do not encounter any traps. Mm. You do, however, get a glance inside the smaller building, what we'll call the vicarage. Uh-huh. And it appears that there is some kind of stockpile of stuff in there. You can't really see what. Stuff. But later. <laughs> yeah, regu- I, I think <laughs> Sasha would have said that under her breath. <laughs> <laughs> I've got good perception. I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you make it to the front doors of uh-huh. the church, which are locked. Oh. I will get you to do them. another check to see if the doors are trapped. Right, yes. Because now you're... Oh, that, so that's 16. I'm adding the one bonus mm-hmm. now, by the way. Yeah, yeah. So that's... Um, we should spell out. It was something that I hadn't mentioned earlier. For listeners, um, rogues also add half of their level to all checks for traps and half of their level to all disabled devices. It hasn't mattered before now, but as um, Sasha continues to level up, it will matter more and more. I should say that whilst it barely matters now, I did realise when I was listening back to them that in the first two episodes, close listeners at home might notice that my perception went up by one in between episodes, and it was just because I was reading the wrong number. Well, just say so you were drunk for the first two episodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. It's all right. The way I've been dealing with my cleric stuff is is a mess. Yeah. I'm trying to get better, so... Uh, yeah. Keep those angry emails to yourself. <laughs> we're, all, we're all just drunk all the time, guys. Yeah. Uh, in case anybody's wondering, uh, drinking is cool, and it will make you seem more popular and grown up. He said yeah. on the family-friendly podcast. Yeah. So, Sasha searches for the traps I and didn't. gets... I, well, it was... Uh, I can do 60. this. It's 16. 16, right. You detect a trap. So, as you approach the door, you start carefully just sort of prodding the mud in front. Push everyone back. And you find that there is a loose flagstone on the top step. Mm. And you discern that it is definitely intentionally loose and will treat that as a trap. Oh, it's a classic. Okay, do I just roll a disabled device? Yes. Okay. Oh gosh! Um, we we oh back up before she rolls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, it's a total of. Wait, I get another plus one on that as well, don't mm-hmm. I? So that's eleven. Eleven total. So, as you go to disable device, you um, you start faffing with the stone. Oh dear. And you start to feel something grinding underneath. Oh, no. And given what you experienced before, you're fairly certain that what they've done is propped a very heavy stone uh-huh. directly on top of a thunderstone. Ah. And the thunderstone is taking the weight of that stone so that if anyone trod on it, the thunderstone would crack and make a loud noise. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, your roll wasn't high enough to disarm the trap. Oh no! So, as you reach down, there is a... <laughs> and the stone falls. It doesn't do any damage to anyone. You're not deafened because it's underneath a stone. Right. However, it was a significantly loud noise. Oh dear. And almost certainly other people have heard that. All of the party definitely heard a loud noise, but you're not deafened by any stretch. When that goes off, yeah. I will shout, Chuck the bomb! Right, and I, okay, so I uh, will try and throw the bomb through the, through the window. First floor window. Through the first well, floor window. initiative? I will let you throw the bomb before, and then we will go into initiative. Right. Okay. So I'm lobbing it, it's directly, it's on the first floor. Is this throwing the thunderstone that you were had, is, or is this, this is, the fire flask? This is the thunderstone. Give me an attack roll, make it good. Uh, so 15. 15. 
Ooh, and then a total of, so your attack bonus. The throat, one, the throat, oh, no, the throat. Throw. I've written that on your sheet Four. now. Yeah. So it's 19, 19 total. Yeah. You successfully throw the Thunderstone, it smashes through a uh, second story window, and then you... Destroying some ancient and beautiful uh, examples oh, of, it was in... <laughs> of, yeah. of stained glass. Oh, well, was, of course it was incredibly valuable, but you know, wacka wacka wacka! Yeah. So you throw the Thunderstone in, and there is a loud bang! And all of the windows blow out. Amazing! Showering glass. Thankfully, um, the angle that everyone has taken relative to the Vicarage means that you guys are safe from the showering glass. Uh-huh. And we will then roll for initiative. And while we do that, we're going to take a couple of minute break for the listeners. And when you come back, we will be ready to start some combat. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, hi. It's great to see you again. Hamid, no, of course you remember. You're looking well. It is a new cravat. Thank you. Aren't you sweet to notice? Oh, you must come and join us in the forum sometime. You can find it through the website, rustyquill.com. Yeah, I think the red here tastes a bit cork, don't you think? Anyway, you can get all the backstage gossip, the behind-the-scenes info. Be great to chat to you some more. Hamid! Hamid, what are you talking to that grease little oik for? It's your round! Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, Bertie and Zolf and Sasha, they'll be there too. But anyway, it'd be lovely to talk to you some more. I'll hopefully see you soon. Hamid, I shall have the bottom half of the list this time, I think. Well, moustache, nice to see you. And welcome back. So, we now have taken all of our initiatives. So, we will start with... Someone who isn't the party. (gasps) Hopefully it's going, oh, I'm deaf. They've done their move. Okay, let me start with Sasha. I'm not going to be able to kick the door down. So I want to climb up, so potentially to throw, because you need to be able to aim the um, vial, the firefly. So yes, sure. just climb up In above case, the door. In which give me a climb check. Right, my climb is now four. Uh, so that's 23. Ooh, Ooh grand. Yeah. Okay, it will take you a standard action uh-huh. to climb, just because of the nature of the building. Um, so you would still have a move action if you want, but you cannot climb and throw in this turn. Your move action should be to draw, yeah. probably. What I would say as well is just for listeners, we're now running into something that uh, everyone encounters <laughs> at some point, which is vertical gameplay in tabletop games. There's one solution, of course, which is that you spend an enormous amount of money and make a really, really high multi-leveled thing. Or Should I make a grid of um, what? Yeah, what I tend to do is I tend to make a separate floor map for a second floor, and for anyone who is raised above a normal map, plonk them on a dice. We put them on a dice. Ah. Ah. Okay, so Sasha, 
She gets up, drawing a vial mm -hmm. as her move action. Her standard action is to climb and sort of peep in through the blown out window. Mm -hmm. What she sees is a room which is full of crates and some barrels. Ooh, stuff. Yeah, definitely <laughs> stuff. Um, there looks to be a um, small contained cooking fire, a few bunk beds, and what looks like someone was in the process of cooking. All the chairs are thrown back and the food's been dropped. As you see, um, two of them are still pulling their wits together. One of them is already making it and darting through the doorway at the far end of the building, presumably to head down some stairs to the ground floor. Mm -hmm. um, the room itself is very much half storeroom, half living room. It looks like they may be very well equipped, but it doesn't seem like they have particularly luxurious uh, surroundings with which they've been living in. So, Hamid, you're up. Uh, I would like to ready an action. Mm -hmm. My action is to rush into the um, building mm -hmm. once the door has been opened, hopefully by Bertie. Is that your wording? You rush into the building once the door is opened. Yeah. Oh, Hammond. Oh, it's like a genie's wish. Yeah. <laughs> I... Hammond the hero. Yeah, not like rush fully, like just rush in just one step gonna, inside the door. That's all, I mean, that's all the movement speed I have bow. anyway. Potentially you may want to clarify if one of your party opens the door. I was going to say, follow me, I think might be the... Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's, thank you. <laughs> so yes. if a party member opens the door, you step through it. Yes. That's fine. Uh, and I'll load my crossbow as mm -hmm. I go. I'm not, I'm not a pedant, but with ready actions, it it's be, very yes. specifically says be clear. No, and problem. it could come back in there, bite yeah, you yeah. in the bum. Okay. You, Sasha, mm. see one of the other people gets their stuff together and also darts out of the doorway at the far end. Mm -hmm. You then see the third one, a one who is um, a bit better dressed. I should describe all of them once I've described this. Mm -hmm. Also darts to the stairway. You recognise all of them, I should spell out. Oh. One of them is one of the ones who got away from Edison's house. Right. A second one is also one who got away from Edison's house. Uh-huh. And a third one, it's a face that you've seen in other London. You do not know them personally. They are not important to you. Oh, right. But it's almost certain that this guy just fell in with this crowd at some point oh, in the okay. past. Yep. Uh, you don't even know their name, but it is a face that is familiar to mm -hmm. you. The one who you will remember was referred to as Guy back at Edison's. They said Guy was away. Um, is a gentleman. Very, very um, limber looking. Seems better dressed than the others, not poshly dressed by any means, but seems to be wearing potentially upper London garb. Um, nothing opulent though. Garb? Mm hmm. Long brunette hair and a goatee. Evil! Clearly evil! evil. Someone, seen, someone has seen a drawing in an evil person. <laughs> I'm going to be a villain. He's also got a moustache and eye patch and a British accent. <laughs> I'm afraid not. Is he played by Malcolm McDowell? We'll have to wait and okay. find out. Also, the other one who you saw dash. Mm -hmm. You only caught the tail end of the one who had already moved before you, so you didn't okay. see who that was. The other one you recognise as the one who you were chasing through the basements. Ah! Yeah, short hair and wearing just nondescript other London garbs at this point. Yep. They do, however, appear to have grabbed belts and so on that were beside them on chairs as they were dashing out. So they're probably right. equipping, equipping themselves on the fly. So they've gone out that way. Indeed, they've right. gone out the opposite side of the, ah. of the church to the bit that you're hanging off. So... I, can I do I have time to whisper they're coming? To you can't whisper, you're up a. Well, I can shout, shout, like, they're on their way! Mm hmm. And next up, it's Bertie, you are up. Super, okay, um, so the door, the front door of the building is locked, unlocked? 
Locked. It is currently locked. Cool. Charge it. Can I can I charge uh, can I charge the door and then barge through it and then just attack the first person I see in it? You can barge through the door. Oh. You can't barge through and attack the people. Okay. You you probably need to attack the door to open it. Doors, you say? <laughs> Inanimate <laughs> objects. Brilliant. Right. I charge the door really hard. Okay. Power attack. Power attack. I power attack. Power the attack door. the door. Go for it. Um, so you roll your d20 to hit. 15, 15. Plus... It's a door, so it's... Yeah! Sorry, it's quite literally the size of a barn door as well, so you're, <laughs> you're effectively rolling to hit the side of a barn and have passed, <laughs> even if you take your minus one um, because you're doing a power, power attack. attack. Well, you so... get plus two for the charge. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you get plus two. Straight into a barn door. <laughs> yep. So okay. in total, you, you're definitely hitting. Right. So roll your damage. Which is D10 plus 3, and that's a D10. So you'll do plus 5 because of the power attack. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Instead of plus 3. 7, 12. 12. 12. Bertie, with his weapon and shield already in place. Ashley, describe how you'll charge. How you'll attack. <laughs> Will you barge it with your shield, which I'd allow? Would you attack with the sword? What would you do? Uh, a combination of shield and a hack with the sword at the same time, and face first. <laughs> so with an almighty bellow, how dare you defy me, Dawn? So effectively what you're doing is swinging your left arm wildly, swinging your right arm wildly and going... <laughs> yep, you successfully slam into the door, bits of dust and mortar drop. Sasha almost needs to make a reflex save not to fall from the impact. But nonetheless, <laughs> you burst through the door and it swings open. What you see at the far side of a church, coming down a stairway, like an open stairway, you see one of the party who is yeah, just nondescript uh, urban clothing for other London. Uh, I will add it to the he's, map he's in not, a second. Not the Swish one. Not the Swish one. Okay, no. cool. It's the first one that Sasha didn't really catch a good glimpse of, but yep. recognised sort of as other London-y. You see a set of pews are kind of haphazardly arranged. They appear to have been pushed to the side. All they're really doing is giving you difficult, cumbersome terrain at the edges. Pew, 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 pew. You see... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> you see the entrance to what you presume is the steeple. Okay. And him stood in the entrance at the exact opposite end. Now, you've used your entire turn, but there is a clear, straight run from you to him and vice versa. Okay? Yeah. Next, Bryn's ready to action goes off. You enter and... I slip just behind Bertie and into yep. the corner. Well, technically, actually, here's a thing for listeners. When someone moves through your square, you give the... You are required to either allow them to move through your square or resist them moving through your square because you're occupying sort of a very narrow space. Will you allow Hamid through, or will you just block him? I will allow you through my square. No, oh, what a gentleman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to save time, I may go ahead and assume that the party aren't trying to sabotage each other at every step. Yeah. Um, but do pipe up if you decide that you want to sabotage. <laughs> okay, after Bertie, it is Bertie's dog, who rolled a natural one, same as our good old friend Zolf. But oh. this natural one was higher because it had a higher inherent initiative. <laughs> <laughs> this is a dog that's actually drowning in its own spit. It's doing very poor, genetically speaking. The dog proceeds to go... Rawr, 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 rawr. That's the dog's turn. Uh, <laughs> Good. Moral support. You are yeah. up. Okay, cool. Right. <laughs> you could at least double move. Oh, I could, yes. I am going to... There we Zolf's go. moves his formidable four squares and is now 
facing and looking over Bertie's shoulder into the church. Looking, not looking over looking, my shoulder, through, through, through my legs. legs. Yeah. <laughs> well, given the elevation of the, of the oh, church Oh yeah, you as are well, quite definitely. literally staring through Brilliant. Bertie's legs. I have icicles, I'm going to be firing them through your thighs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now. Not the space between his thighs then, just uh, through ooh. his flesh. Oh. Depends how, how I'm feeling. Yes. We'll, we'll see how they roll. <laughs> yeah. So. The person who came downstairs appears to be wielding a short sword. Without further ado, charges straight at Bertie. Bonk. Yep, and gives an attack on Bertie. There was no difficult terrain. The difficult terrain is to either side. No. Ooh. Ooh. Maybe. Rolls a 19. Hit. I'm going to double check the stats, but I know it will be a hit. But if we'll... he's carrying a charge, actually, he gets a plus two. It's definitely a hit. I'm trying to check what the critical range is. Oh, no. It is critical. Gah! It's got to confirm the critical. Yes, that's very true. And does not. Hooray! So it's just a normal hit. Phew! <laughs> <laughs> that would have been an exciting start to the fight. <laughs> and deals one damage to Bertie. Oh, that's, that's quite a decent. I think he might have like accidentally like shaved. He shaved like quite a nice little, just like a little dash in my eyebrow. So it looks like I'm now from the 1990s. <laughs> <laughs> he sent you forward into the future. Yeah. That's the entire move. <laughs> Only his eyebrow. Only my eyebrow. Sasha. Right, well now, because they didn't wait for people to come out, I'm stuck the side of a building. Um, you I th- I could fit through the window if you chose. Yeah, I am thinking that it would be the most fun for me to climb up, come round the top, and then try and sneak on people like around the back. Like a true rogue. Absolutely. Good yeah. roguing. So, um, yeah. That's fine. We will... What do I need to roll? Let's... Skip the acrobatics check because it's a large church window and yeah. you are very good at what you do. That's fine. So you enter into the upper floor. Mm-hmm. I will say for the sake of ease, mm-hmm. you will be able to get right behind the people who are still in the stairwell. Okay, cool. And that will be a whole turn just to speed things up. Oh, okay. Um, so no stabbing. Honestly, you wouldn't want to anyway, yeah, tactically, right. because... They can't see me, though. But they have no idea there. Okay, cool. It's, it's a thing that happened uh, in the market. If you stab them now, you'd end up in a one-on-one fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what you want is to be at the back of a group fight, just yeah. stab yeah. them up. I'm, well, I'm throwing and, you a bit of a bone. And how, uh, how narrow is this stairwell? It is a spiral staircase. So if they are narrow... going down and I start stabbing them in the back, I think they should remain, it should remain a flanking move, because they cannot turn around. And also, historically, it is a bit easier to fight... You You did spell out that Sasha was right-handed. But either way, you are directly behind them. They do not know you are there. Like a shadow. Mm -hmm. So this uh, Spooky shadow. Sorry to be a pedant, uh, Mm -hmm. which is a phrase you will almost never hear me say. But um, (laughs) if it's it's a spiral staircase and Sasha is right-handed, it does the spiral staircase spiral down anti-clockwise. Here's a fun fact for you. All spiral staircases spiral in such a way that the person who is higher on the spiral staircase has free use of their right arm so that the defender always has the advantage. And that was why knights were always right-handed and not left-handed. If you were a left-handed knight, you couldn't be a knight. But obviously, there were a lot of left-handed knights. They just would only fight with the right-hand sword. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I did not know that. It was a tactical decision for castles and Mm -hmm. stuff. I even then went to a castle and checked it out. Totally real. Mm. I think there's a big plaque in Corf Castle that explained this. It's really useful. Mm. So after Sasha, it's Hamid. I'm quite upset. I'm standing next to Bertie, which I'm a fan of, but there's a guy literally right next to me as well, an enemy <laughs> with a weapon. Yep. And that is not where I like to be in a fight. <laughs> you are an unfan of that. Yes. I am going to drop my crossbow. Uh, my crossbow's on a strap, so when I say drop, it sort of falls to my thigh yeah, yeah. rather than 
to the yeah. floor. And for listeners, we have had this discussion yeah. ahead of like character creation. He has just inventing this stuff on the fly. As as an experienced LARPer, I have done this for real as well. <laughs> the strap, the strap is very useful. The strap is good because I'm then going to cast a spell. But uh, the thing is, is when I cast a spell, I can cast defensively, which means I can potentially avoid the. Attack of mm. opportunity. Because when it comes to casting, uh, most spells would present an attack of opportunity where the person sees that you're trying to cast a spell and gets a quick jab in. Doing it defensively boosts... Well, I have to pass my concentration if check. If he passes his concentration check, boosts his defence against their attack. And that's why in the first thing he took the other boring feat of combat, combat casting. Combat yeah. casting. I roll one. This is almost, a habit for almost us. certainly doesn't work. Well, Hamid's still learning not to panic in the medium, in the moment. Yes. So, you fail your concentration check. Are you still able to cast? I still get to cast, but he gets an attack of opportunity. And if I take damage, I have to make another concentration check for my spell not to explode. Correct. In my face. Spoilers. He'll take the attack of opportunity, Bryn. Well, doy. <laughs> <laughs> What's your AC? Uh, Thirteen. Uh, it will be a hit, I believe. Yeah, of course it will. <laughs> Why am I standing next to an enemy? Because Hamid yeah. wants to be a hero and you roll play also, well. Also, what spell were you going to cast? Magic Missile. Ah, uh, fair. Oh, and no. deals almost the highest he can roll of five. Five damage. Yep. It's cool, I've got loads of hit points <laughs> now. Oh, you're resting, you're slapped and all of the things. Uh, right, so I must make a concentration check with DC equal to ten, plus the damage taken, plus the level of the spell I'm casting. 15, 16? Yep. And my combat casting doesn't help with this no. because it's only for the yeah. first oh, one. Let's just roll over 16. No. 7. So spell fails? Spell fails. Yep. Does it explode and do you damage? Just what when you said explode in your face. I didn't know if that was a thing that actually happened. Uh, certain types of spell failure can explode in your face. Uh, a lot of it depends on the type of spell. Normally it's if you roll really badly. Like if they were like. to roll cripplingly terribly, there there is a whole set of tables, which I will make use of at some point, which lists, there's a hundred options. Mm -hmm. Option hundred is, what is the worst thing that you can imagine, GM? That happens. Right. Um, mm -hmm. Some of them are... A limb just disappears, never to return. Oh, no. uh, your face is <laughs> your, there, your mouth seals up. Like there, there are loads of different tables for spell fails depending on the spells. If you want to play it properly, you know, very hardcore with the rules. Uh, in this case, frankly, the, the failures weren't bad enough, and especially for a, a simple magic missile, not really. So I'm afraid Hamid's spell fails. The attack of opportunity happened. Then, the friend of the one who has just slashed Hamid makes it down the stairs. Now, he can't charge Bertie because he'd be charging through his friend. And similarly, he can't really get an attack on without necessarily hurting his friend. So what he will do is he will step to the entrance of the steeple and draw a very familiar looking flask for everyone. <gasps> so after him is the swanky fella. The swanky fella makes it down the stairs to the doorway, takes stock of the situation and then casts a spell. Is there space for me to have an attack of opportunity while he tries to cast a spell since I'm directly behind him? You are able to take the attack of opportunity as he moves down the stairs, but he would then become aware of you on the stairs. If you'd like to do that, though, that's fine. I, I think I would. I think I would like to stab. Then do it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Don't hesitate. Just I roll. must stab. It's so, like she's got 14 daggers. <laughs> <laughs> so to retcon, um, he is starting to move down the stairs yeah. and you go for the attack of opportunity. That's yeah. absolutely fine. So... 
Oh, that's might be a crit. That's a crit. Yeah. So uh, roll confirm. to confirm. What? Do you, what? You so you have to do another attack roll, uh-huh. and if your second attack roll hits, right. that counts as a critical. Okay. It will no, still I know it will be a one, but it's, it will still be a hit regardless. Oh no! Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no! 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 Doesn't that keep going, or is that a, a, that's a ha- potential house oh. rule? Oh, she just rolled so a twenty. I, I by rolled the way. a twenty. Ooh, now I may be opening very dangerous territory. What I'm going to say is I won't allow criticals to That's stack. Less because I want to impede you guys, but you will encounter will monsters who happens. are specifically designed to crit again and again and yeah. again because yeah. they'll have a massive range. And I do not want you guys to face a monster at some point who's obeying the same rules as you who will one-shot every single one of you. And I think that's will a good decision. But it becomes a zero-sum game, really. Yeah. What I will do, however, yeah. is because it's a natural 20, I may chuck in a little contextual effect like him tripping up or something. Oh, okay. cool. If he survives. Very true. That's with sneak attack as well. Yeah. So you get 2d4 and 2d6 damage because to you're him critted. total. And to clarify, now imagine if you were doing this with your extra sneak, it, like it stacks. It gets quite high quite quickly. Oh. Roll it together. Roll them together? All, yeah. Everything. Add it's it all. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so that's a three and a two, five, and a three and a one, four, so nine damage. Minus the one, oh no, 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 yeah. So that's nine total. Do, yeah, do my d4s get minus ones? They don't because you're... But the d6s get plus ones. Ah, right. So okay. it's oh, all balanced out yeah. this time. Cool. So... Stabbing is fun. Oh, <laughs> that was a big hit from Sasha. Like and only on the one attack. I do like so, stabbing. It's the best. Quiet stabbing. <laughs> if he's as squishy as uh, Hamid, he's going to be hurting. So, yeah, you get a formidable hit. Bang. A really hard hit on the guy. Right in the kidney. He's not happy at all. Um, and he will, in fact, tumble down the stairs and end up prone at the entrance. Oh, brilliant. I wouldn't normally do that, but I feel like with a natural 20, I'd like yeah. to reward it in some mm-hmm. way. But since we did manage in the last, well, in the combat before last to roll, what was it, four ones in a row and <laughs> yeah, be and suffer for that, I think it's at least, I think it makes sense. Vindication. Yeah, you've, yeah. You've, it feels like a fair GMing. <laughs> Because it's in your favour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, I don't... I mean, I complained a bit. But, uh, no. Okay. So, yep, he isn't going to be able to cast. Um, certainly not while prone. He's still too busy trying to figure out what the heck just happened. Um, moving on to Bertie. Okay. Kill him. Please yeah, kill him. He's just um, going to uh, swing his mighty sword. Mm-hmm. Before and, he kills uh, me. Attack the chap who's directly in front of him who just mm-hmm. slashed at Hammond. Are you power attacking him? I I might do, actually. Because I've got Weapon Focus Bastard Sword, which would counteract the minus one. Well, so so your normal attack bonus is six. If you power attack, it will be an attack bonus of five. Okay. So, I mean, it's only one and five. Oh, it's up to power you. attacks are deliberately weighted in such a way that if you take the negative to hit, you're getting more in the payoff for damage. So it depends It depends what your goal is. Yeah, let's do it. But he's, uh, he's crashed through the door. Uh, it's gone splintering all over the side. He's surrounded by wooden shards. His nemesis, the door, vanquished. <laughs> Lying in pieces around him, barely a matchstick. It's been fragmented into sawdust. This creepy little fellow was charged all the way across him and gently shaved one of his eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Habit appears to have fallen over his own face. <laughs> True been story. Punished for his ineptitude <laughs> with a savage slashing to his tiny little body. Outraged! Outraged, Bertie lets out a mighty bellow. That is very rude! 
hefts his bastard sword <laughs> mightily in the air and brings it crashing towards this greasy little oik in front of him. Very good. You've Give made an roll. excellent nanny. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the roll and let's see if the child gets punished. 20! Oh, hey! Give me another roll Confirm to see it. if it confirms. 15! Uh, yeah, plus the tap Five. Yep, it's yeah. confirmed. Oh, that was a confirmed Goodness critical power man. attack. We're, we're, we're a party of either it goes amazingly or it just goes <laughs> terribly. Yeah. I so feel like you, think that's you will get 2d10 <laughs> okay. plus 10. 2d10 plus 10. In a minute, I want you to describe for me what the consequence is because I would like to decide what happens. In... Very much, very much. Uh, seven, is that a 10? That yeah. is a 10. 17. Plus 10? Yeah. Oh, 27. So 27 at level 2. Oh, his organs! 20, okay. The organs! Um, the organs! You, is he definitely you've dead? You've powered him through all of his health, all of his negatives, oh. like, with... Uh, let me do the maths, actually. More than five damage <laughs> is just floating around spare because he's already dead and you're still doing you've damage. You've literally bisected. <laughs> yeah, so, so when, when you said, oh, I bisect that guy in the alley, we said no, because there's extra health for them to be dead, dead, dead. Genuinely, you've gone right through the <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> like, you, you've powered through that no one who is in this scenario could have possibly survived that. That Yeah, honestly, go nuts. There's no worse you could do to a person. Oh. Bertie slices him neatly in half. Perfect incision, straight from forehead to parts that cannot be mentioned in a family podcast. Groin. Groin. Groinal region. Oof. His left side flops into the central <laughs> alleyway of the uh, of the church. The right flops oh. over one of the pews, bouncing as it hits the other side, just leaking. Bertie. Oh. Bertie goes, manners, young man. <laughs> manners. I told you, excellent nanny. Yeah. <laughs> Hamid vomits. <laughs> this, this, this is perfectly natural. You oh, see a pink dear. mist and proceed to vomit. <laughs> so there's definitely a good place to just end the episode. I realise that there's still a bit of a term left, but neatly finally bisecting someone is not something yeah, that I Yeah, achievement unlocked. <laughs> <laughs> So, wow. Okay, we'll be jumping back into combat at uh, the start of next episode, but uh, that that escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll just remove that, that and, and cleft that miniature in twain. So, <laughs> we won't, Aaron. We won't. We won't. Oh, no. Aaron, we promise we, we, love, we love them so very much. We polish them, but not in a damaging polish. So, I guess that's goodbye from everyone, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye! Bye. <laughs> <laughs>Rusty Quill Gaming is a podcast distributed by RustyQuill.com and licensed under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial International License. Today's episode was recorded and produced by Alexander J. Newell. To comment on episodes, make donations, and view links, images, videos, and show notes, visit RustyQuill.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit us on Facebook. Tweet us on Twitter at TheRustyQuill or email us at mail at RustyQuill.com. Thanks for listening. Find Bryn. Hello. How are you, Alex? Keep going. It's nice to see you again. Are you doing something new with your hair? Uh, You're looking well. I'm not. By which I mean fat. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, really? You want more of this, do you? <laughs> Please keep going. Oh, God, I really hope that I never have to hear that on the recording. <laughs> I had to do one where he gulped. He went... Mm. It was the most foul thing I've heard in my entire life. It was halfway between a tsunami and a courtesy flush. <laughs> Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, everyone. It's Helen here, the voice of Azu, Enola, and Laverne. Today, I'm here to tell you about Woe Begone, a podcast launched on the RQ Network. Woe Begone is a weekly horror sci-fi audio drama series about the nature of power and the implications of linear time. Woe Begone follows Mike Walters, who discovers a mysterious and violent online game. What begins as an exploration of an alternate reality game with real-life consequences quickly becomes a search for the technology that makes the game possible. Each episode has a unique soundtrack composed by creator and writer Dylan Griggs. Listen to Woe Begone, spelled woe period begone, wherever you listen to podcasts. Or check out woebegonepod.com for episodes and transcripts. Have fun, and see you later.